0: We cover all bases. Face it. You can't erase us. Back and forth. Watch where it take us. Cultural topics to sports. Baby, you know we got it. Always our response is amazing. All bases covered. Yeah. Yeah, you know you love it. I thought they be off with of a dome. First to the second. The topics, they change like the weather. Then you know we bringing it home. We cover all bases. Face it. You can't erase us. Back and forth. Watch how we shine. Cultural topics to sports. Baby, you know we got it. Always our responses be prime. All bases covered. Yeah, you know you love it. No limits to where we can go. So we grab a. Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All Bases Covered, my brothers, yeah, you know you love it We get it, yeah, we going in Yeah, we be focused, like this is the bottom of night Baby, you know we ready to win Sports of pop culture, we cover those things that we supposed to We knocking it out of the park All Bases Covered, no end in topic that's safe to the culture We sending the spark we-
1: Welcome to the All Bases Covered podcast We're back at it on Monday Have a lot to talk about today Um Sam, it's uh, your chance to give Josh and Joe a bunch of shit for not being on the show. Uh, I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah, trust scared. me. I'm going to give it to him. We may have scared Joe off after after Friday. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Joe doesn't really Josh, want to see me in that steel cage. That's what it is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Joe liked our prank of cutting him off right when he was starting to make a point. So... I, I, I don't think that Joe Joe cared for that too much. Yeah, but uh, We, we um, need to get Joe here. a jacket. He's here. A, a, there he is. Joe, and now we're just waiting for Josh to bring stupid ass on to the show so that we can get started. Uh, we got, man, there's, dude, there's so much NBA talk, Sam, to talk about today. Dude, from the Rudy Gobert shit and the Mavericks news, I can't wait to so fucking you know, while we're waiting for Josh, we can just let's just jump into it real quick. Let's jump into the Dallas Mavericks stuff. I don't know how you feel now. Sending their first-round pick to the Knicks if it if it falls within picks uh, number one to number ten. So, purposely, or I'm sorry, I think it's. I apologize. It's top 10 protected. If it falls outside of the top 10, that pick has to go to New York. And they tanked, got to get that pick, and they had a chance to make the play-in tournament, and they sat all their starters. And they played Luka for like 12 minutes. And now the NBA is investigating them into into tanking purposefully. And then you got Jason Kidd coming out here saying, "Well, it's not my decision. I didn't want to do it." And you know this is coming from above. And then Luca basically echoing the same sentiment that he wasn't happy about
2: sitting. Well,
0: so, I, you know, I'm honestly, bro, I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't put past I wouldn't put it past Cuban for making a move like that to try to you know uh, keep his pick that he should have. That he should
3: probably he may have had to give up, right? So if I'm understanding yeah. right, um, they they were in a spot to get a certain uh, pick, and if they win, they lose out on that pick. So they just kind of tanked it. Is yeah, right?
1: kinda like so. Yeah, so Tony. Yeah, pretty much. They so then making the play-in tournament basically getting bounced in, like, the first round or whatever. They they would have had a high – they would have probably lost – they would have lost that pick because odds are it would have fallen outside of the top ten. Them missing the play tournament altogether, they have a better shot of, of it falling in the top ten. But there's still a chance, the way the NBA lottery works, it could be, like, pick 12 and they still have to give it to New York anyways. Right. But, yeah, that's basically the gist of it.
3: Essentially, I mean – In in that situation, I really can't knock a team. Like, if you look at it, you're like, all right, this season is literally fucked. (laughs) Um, You know, so then it's like, all right, we can either try to win one and it screws us. Or, you know what, fuck it, let's give our our other guys a chance to play. And worst case scenario, we win. Best case scenario, we lose and uh, we get a better pick.
1: But, next, but the thing is with, with with Dallas is they were in the Western Conference Finals last season, and they have Kyrie Irving and they have Luka Doncic, and they have two of the – well, one of the best players on the planet, Kyrie Irving sucks in my opinion. I don't think he's worth the money that people give him. But anyway – You're
2: right. But uh, hold on. Listen, listen, hold on. Before you continue, I want to interrupt you for a second. You would still say yeah. Irving is better than Brunson, right? No. I wouldn't, or at least even at least at equivalent to him.
1: No, no. And do you know why, oh, Sam? Okay. Can I tell you why? No.
2: Uh, see, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that take. I think Irving is better okay. than Brunson, which means that they should done better I. than they did last year. But
1: wait, but wait. Let me let me explain why, Sam.
2: Let me explain. Let me why
1: explain I say to that. you, Josh. Where were you, anyways? can you, fucking you, late. You just, you're in the penalty. You're in the penalty box for. A I minute. want just to be like Sam today. I
4: want to feel special. <laughs>
2: Bro, I'm special every day. It's not just the days of the show.
1: (laughs) The the reason that I say Kyrie Irving, Brunson over Irving, I think Brunson's a better player. Skill-wise, Kyrie Irving is a much more skilled player than Jalen Brunson. But Brunson went to a New York Knicks team that missed the playoffs last year. They won 34 games. They are at what? Forty seven, forty eight wins this year. That's a like a thirteen fourteen win improvement just by adding him. They didn't add anybody else. The team was the same from last they, they year did. and they just they added
2: Jalen No, they they did. They added Josh Hart down the stretch. They added um okay. they added uh yeah. I mean like last year uh, Mitchell Robinson was hurt uh for a good part of it. Uh Emmanuel quickly wasn't playing last year. So it's like it is a different team than last year's, Okay. for sure.
1: But to an extent, Brunson, Kyrie uh, Irving loses everywhere he goes where he's supposed to be the man. The only time he's ever won is when he was with LeBron James. He couldn't do it in Brooklyn, couldn't stay healthy, couldn't get his mind right, he couldn't do it in Boston. He sure as shit wasn't doing it in Cleveland before LeBron came back. And now he goes to Dallas. When he was traded to Dallas, Dallas was the number five seed in the West. Five seed. When he got traded to Dallas, they were in the fifth seed spot in the West with 25 games to go. They basically went, it was like 15 or 16 or something down the stretch, and they and they fell from the number five seed all the way down to the number 11, 12 seed and out of the play in the tournament. And so, I, I don't know, man. I Now the league is going to look into Dallas tanking and, and sitting guys on purpose because they had the shot to make the play-in tournament. But here, here's the other thing. What is the point of this play-in tournament? Does anybody know why the NBA added it? It's not like there was quality teams missing out on the playoffs. So, they were like, let's let's give a play in tournament to expand it a little bit and see what happens now More we're revenue we're
4: stuck it's not gonna pull Joe hit the nail I'm on the coffin. revenue all about revenue how many revenue. people are going to fucking how many people are going to tune in and watch the fucking
1: raptors and bulls play in game raptors you know what Mike? I will there? say this
2: mike, mike i will say this i'll say that, that, um, that i mean there are there were some bottom teams that could have made some noise in the past, which is why I feel like the tournament, I mean, it's also, again, revenue is one thing, but it's also expanding the, the method in which they gain that revenue. Right. So the whole point was to was to have that, uh, you know, talent that's towards the lower end of the, the, you know, the eight, after eight um, and have them duke it out. And maybe one of them, you have like a sweet 16, like a little bit of a Cinderella story for one of them. It On doesn't that, happen
1: and, in, it's, it, It doesn't happen in the NBA because it's a series. If it was a one-game tournament, yeah, we could see maybe the Atlanta Hawks, who are in the eighth seed, play their way in and make their their way to the conference finals. That could happen, but not in a series, not in a seven-game series. So you got – you know, Miami's playing – or I don't know what the matchups are. Yeah, it's the Raptors and the Bulls, and then Miami's going to play Atlanta, and then the winner of Miami Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. is in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs, right? And, uh, you know, would face, if Miami wins, Atlanta faces the winner of Toronto and Chicago because the loser of Toronto and Chicago is out of the playing tournament. None of those teams, seven and eight, Milwaukee and Boston in a seven-game series. I don't care if it's Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, or Chicago. It doesn't matter. Not a single one of those teams is beating Boston or Milwaukee in a seven-game series in the first round.
4: Help, Pol- help. Go, it, it could be also be there to help stop tanking a little bit, too. Besides revenue, it, it could dissuade teams from tanking and not making the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: I, I don't know. I'm just... I, I feel like I, it's I, a little I, bit like Thursday Night Football, man. It's, like, unnecessary.
1: Yeah, and, and and that's just like the NCAA tournament. Now they want to expand the NCAA tournament. I'm like, you already got 68 fucking teams going in there. It's not like there's really great teams getting left out of the tournament. What do you fucking need to water it down and expand it more? These teams, these leagues keep expanding shit and it's watering down the fucking product. We didn't need a seventh NFL fucking playoff team. We didn't need a we didn't need a seventh team. We we, we don't. Yeah, and, and you know what they should do if they really wanted to fix the fucking sport? Fucking get rid of the automatic division winner. Getting a getting a getting a top seed. If you if you win your division and you're eight and nine, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be in the fucking playoffs. Your division was just Correct. shitty that year. Correct. And you, yeah, let like the NFC like, South. Yeah, we don't need a seventh team. And 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 each league keeps saying, well, how can we do this? How can we do that? And to your point, Josh. Well, let's it's more revenue. Let's add more games. Let's add more playoff teams. Once you just make the fucking that was my point better make your pro- or, sorry Joe whatever make make the fucking product better
4: that was my point too shut up
1: product better don't don't just keep adding shit and hope that you strike gold and money
4: make the fu-
2: so so what would you about- do different mike mike what would you do differently
1: hey i would stop i would stop all this bullshit rest management load management and, you know what, I would uh, – uh, Sam, this is your point, and maybe it's a good point. You said expand the rosters to get some younger players some experience right. in NBA games, especially down the stretch. Um, make, making sure that these guys aren't fucking taking days off when people pay millions of dollars to come see them unless they're actually injured. Uh, and, if anything, in the NBA, I think the fucking playoff – format they need to be it needs to be shrank not expanded listen in the nba the N- nba is not like the nfl in the nfl you have seen teams come into the playoffs as a fifth or sixth seed and they get hot and they go to a super bowl we, we've we seen it a couple times we even you know even the Bengals run they were the number four seed and they got hot and they made the super bowl In the nba every year you know that there's you know as, as well as i do sam there's two or three teams that could win the championship, and that's right. it. Everything else is it's just right. filler. So, yep. you're right. at eight at eight teams now. Honestly, it should be six, six from each league, the top six. And I would believe that. I would believe that if you look at the, if you look at the top six teams right now, that would give you matchups of Milwaukee and Brooklyn in the first round, Boston and New York. Philadelphia and Cleveland, those would be your first-round matchups. And, only, and really, out of all of those matchups, the only one that you could point to and say with any certainty that, hey, this is, is going to be outcome is Milwaukee and Brooklyn, because Brooklyn just doesn't have the players to match up with Milwaukee. But Boston and New York and Philly and Cleveland could be toss-ups. And in the West, it would give you Golden State, Memphis and the Clippers and Sacramento and Phoenix. And out of those matchups, I don't know who the fuck's going to win. But I, it, so but, uh, so
2: going back to what you were saying, like go, going back yeah. to what you were saying about like yeah, you yeah. know the load management and things like that, uh, you know, older NBA, um, they had a lot of qualifying, like uh, if you want to qualify for first uh, all-NBA team defensive this and all this other. You yeah, had the, qualifying things. You had to games, play X right? amount of games. Yeah, he had yeah. to play X amount of games, and people drove for those goals because I think it was contract-driven, too. Now, even the stars yeah. don't really give a shit about that. It's like Kyrie Irving could no, care less whether don't. he's MVP. Kyrie Irving could care less. KD does not give a shit about any of these awards. He just wants a ring, and he
3: wants to sit out 55 games a year. Well, right. it, it comes down no. to, let's face it, the uh, participation trophy persona, has now reached the professional sports level.
4: Well, it's it's been like that for a while th- with the NBA. Oh, uh, yeah, they get so, babied a lot at the NBA, man. They get
2: babied big time. They do.
4: They really fucking
1: do, man. Oh, Those I know. Yeah. So, Mike, added two,
2: added, you know how you were saying about like the you know top six teams in recent yeah. memory, I would say, and the bubble doesn't count, but Miami's run in the bubble was was unexpected. And so was uh, uh, Denver's run in the bubble. was also unexpected. But,
1: again, uh, Sam, they had three – they had an entire offseason between the last game and the time the playoffs started. There was no home-recorded advantage. True, true. You had no – so anything could have happened in the bubble. In the bubble, to me, it wasn't about who was the best team. It was whoever could get hot because you basically had – two weeks to finish the rest of the season and get seeding done and kind of get your bearings back. But everybody was healthy, and that is never the case going in. Imagine what the NFL playoffs would look like, Sam, if the season ended in, in January Oof. and then a infectious disease happened, and then they said, okay, let's just resume the last two weeks of the regular season and then the playoffs in June. Don't you think shit would look a lot different?
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Very so,
1: different. you know, every every because now everybody's healthy, and granted, it hasn't necessarily been a full off season if you resume in June in football. Uh, but it's it's been it would have been a long time. So all those little ailments and aches and pains and things that you're feeling, or guys that maybe were sidelined for the season. Uh, as long as they didn't like tear an ACL or something, are now able to come back for the playoff run. And 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 the teams that were really good going into it then had to take five months off might not be that good, but they might be rusty and have a hard time getting back. And that that was Milwaukee. Milwaukee was on fire. Dude, San Francisco, actually, if San Francisco
2: would would reign supreme if that was the case. They get all their the yeah. injured players back, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And so I don't know. To me, the bubble is an anomaly. I don't even treat it like a real championship because I just I don't think it's it, it's way different than a normal hey, season.
4: LeBron, LeBron would say other, <coughs> otherwise. Just saying. Yes, of course you would.
1: I mean, before we away go on, I, wanna,
4: you...
1: I am. I'm constantly trying to take away LeBron's championship. <laughs> but. Uh, Oh. I, did you guys see what happened with Rudy Gobert on the sideline? He swung at Kyle you Anderson. And Some Something,
2: something's never change. Some things never change. No. And now, I, Rudy I Gobert like is that gone constant gone in again. life. He's going to be an idiot no matter where he goes.
1: He, yeah, and he's, he's he's a shitty player too. I don't give a fuck how many times he's won Defensive Player of the Year. It's it's. I mean, his defense. If, if you put if you dropped him. In the 90s, and he had to guard Shaq and David Robinson and Kino Olajuwon. They would all fucking put their balls on his face. Oh, yeah. They would eat him like, alive. They'd eat him alive. Fun. Yeah. But uh, they, the Timberwolves suspended him for the play-in game against the Lakers. And now the Timberwolves are like, fuck, dude. We were stuck with this dude. We gave up our entire future to get him, and it hasn't done anything. And now they they I, they couldn't even turn around and get him for twenty five cents on the dollar. And not, I, not to mention know, the man, pick though. that the
2: Jazz got, the pick that the Jazz got for Goldberg this year it was Kessler, who turned out to be amazing.
4: I mean, I, I I think the Timberwolves got fleeced big time on that deal.
2: They did, they did. I and mean, they you yeah, they're, they're saying now on. that they're saying that Carl Anthony Towns might to be looking at it to be out.
1: So And guess what? So does Anthony Edwards in Minnesota. Minnesota cannot win. Minnesota, I feel like, is one of those cursed NBA franchises. The closest they ever got was Garnett, Latrell Sprewell, and Sam Cassell, and they got to the Western Conference Finals. And that's it. And Minnesota's been poorly run. They draft poorly, or they get a superstar in the draft, and they can't do shit with shit around them. That that was Garnett's problem for the longest time. That was Kevin Love's problem. And then it became Carl uh, Anthony Towns' problem. And then they did try one year with Tom Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler. And and Jimmy Butler was like, I'm I'm not about this fucking life because nobody in Minnesota wants to work hard. And and he left. And then I think he went to Philly for a minute. Then he, he turned around and went to Miami where there's a culture there. But, yeah, I just, but guess what? The year the, they played,
2: they got to the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, oh, no, man, that's a mess. That's a fucking mess of a situation. And, and it's about to be a mess in Dallas, too, because I think Luka's going to ask for a trade. I, I do. I think Luka's he he for a He's trade saying the thing. right
2: things. He's saying the right things right now because he's saying that, um, I want to stay in Dallas. I'm happy here. He, he's saying all the all the things that that you know they want to hear, but no one knows behind closed doors what he wants, right? Now that Kyrie Irving's I, in the I mix,
1: think
2: it, now yeah. that Kyrie Irving's in the mix, he might be leading him in a different direction, right?
1: It might be, and i I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna ask for a trade, not next season, but maybe after that if the, the Mavericks don't fucking fix the fix things. But Colin Calford brought up a very interesting point today and I, I thought this was a very fair comparison. He compared Luca Doncic to Carmelo Anthony, and he basically said when Carmelo first came in the league, he had the nuggets going in the right direction they looked they were looked at as championship threats, but Carmelo Anthony doesn't take care of his body. he got a little softer on the middle, he doesn't play defense, and he was surly with the media and what is luca Luca does all those things? Luca's not in shape. He doesn't play defense, and he's he's not exactly like a media darling. And uh, fuck, man, Luca could be going down the Carmelo Anthony route, and that led to nothing, zero championships
2: for Carmelo. You
4: you said he and, doesn't and play. Remember, defense? I
2: mean, he forced his way out of Denver too. It wasn't like uh, he yeah, left he on his he own accord, exactly. or anything. He for- so
4: right? Right. So what, what out you're of saying Denver is, is yeah, you're yeah, uh, I, you're saying Luca does not play defense, yeah. right? Yeah, neither did, what neither did Carmelo. What NBA plays right, fucking defense? Oh, there's a lot yeah, of guys that right play now.
2: defense, dude. There's a lot of guys that play defense. Yeah. Still.
4: I'm just saying, it doesn't seem like anybody plays defense until the playoffs. No,
2: Jaron Jackson has been not. playing defense all year. Do Draymond Green not, built his career off of defense.
4: Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just making fun of the NBA because everybody says – the NBA is not fun to watch until the playoffs because – the teams don't play defense. So I was just kind of making fun of the NBA because one of its top stars doesn't like to play defense.
2: Didn't quite Jordan's land there, buddy. I just,
4: had to, I, I, just, I just had to
1: put that out there because that's why Jordan's the best because he always played defense. <laughs> Anyways, moving on here. We got about – man, that that took up quite a bit. there. We got about 35 minutes to go. Um. UFC 287 was over the weekend and I know Sam wanted to talk about this on Friday and I'm sorry we just didn't have the time to get there. Um watched it. I watched well, I didn't watch the whole I didn't watch the whole pay-per-view. I watched I watched two fights. I watched the Gilbert Burns Mosvidal fight and I watched the uh, Alex uh Pereira and um uh Adesanya fight. And I oh, don't know, man. I want to get Josh and Joe's and, and Sam's thoughts on this before I kind of go into it. I'm
4: I'm kind of curious
1: what you guys thought about it.
4: I actually didn't have a chance to, to watch the fight. I had to go to Home Depot and and look at no, the okay. planner for the wife. But, but did, I you, did you watch Sam? Go ahead. Josh.
1: Go ahead. Okay.
4: I would say go all I've seen was right. uh, the, the big knockout. And Israel yeah. standing above him doing the bow and arrow. Uh, and then, yeah. what, he fell down right in front of the kid's son because his son made a uh, a joke about it when he got knocked out before. So, I thought oh, that was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah.
1: Um, go ahead, Sam. If you had a chance to watch it, I'm kind of curious your thoughts. Um, and I – because I was interested in the Mosvitol Burns fight, I thought that was a pretty good fight, but I thought it was pretty clear that Burns Burns did win that fight. Um, to me, it wasn't; it was there was no like judge controversy on that one.
2: Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, Burns but, is like he's made out of steel, dude. That guy is is really yeah. good. But
1: Adesanya going to saying, the and
2: Sam, go ahead, Sam. Okay. Go ahead, man. No, I was just saying going to, Go to the ahead. to the knockout. Um, I, I had predicted the Usman fight wrong the last time around, and I was still, you know, betting for Izzy, even though Izzy was the favorite. You know what? If he if 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 Alex didn't get caught, um, he he did some damage to Izzy, and if he actually just stuck to the same game plan, uh, yeah, he he probably would have taken Izzy like out in round four, maybe you know. Because um, Izzy was a little wild. Like, <clears throat> I'm not saying that 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 uh, he would have lost, but he got he got yeah. lucky with that shot. To be honest with you, in my opinion, he got a little lucky. With he that really shot.
1: did. I, I'm not gonna lie. Watching that fight and seeing him, he was he was taking knees, and, and Pereira thought that he had him. Right? Like he thought that. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. He was like he thought that it too. was over,
1: and he started and he just started throwing shots and shots and shots. And basically, Adesanya caught him, and then he and then he came back around after he caught him. He was like kind of like stunned, and then really he hit him in the head, and he went down. And then his head—I don't know if you saw the same—but his head hit the canvas, and then Adesanya yeah. jumped on him and hit hit him with the hammer fist. Yeah. I think he was out cold when his head hit the canvas. Yeah, I, mean, I think, when, so. when I that mean, happened,
2: think on the like, way down like, from the on on the way down from the hit is when he was almost yeah. like kind of woozy already and then that canvas hit is what kind of like you know cut the battery off real quick um
1: but you're right um i i watched it and i thought that Adesanya won the first round and then in the second round pereira was winning the second round he had landed a couple nice shots landed some good kicks um to the head but and then really caught Adesanya, and uh, with one of the one of the leg hits, you saw Adesanya buckle, and yeah, kind of yeah. like lose his 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 footing a little bit, and that's when Pereira went in for the kill, and he just happened to get caught. But yeah, I mean it was, I don't want to call it a lucky punch because anybody that can still have the wherewithal while someone's coming at them with knees and fists to like move a little bit and then throw a clean punch. You know that's not that's not lucky that that skill, but yeah. I, I no, no I, I didn't mean
2: it in that context. I kind of no, like but it lucky it in the wasn't sense like where a dominating win. Well, yeah, it, 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 it maybe it was. I'll say it was a dominating win. But again, if he if he if Alex stuck to his game plan, and and wore him out the way he did the last fight around, instead of stalking yeah. him when he when he hurt him, I think Izzy could, again could have gotten knocked out again in the fifth round. This time around.
4: So probably it almost kind of it almost kind yeah. of sounds like that that second fight between Leon Edwards and Usman, where Edwards was kind of getting beat and he catches Usman. Am I, I kind of on target with that? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah But you I know what? The Usman yeah. fight was like
2: uh, yes, you're right because Usman was, was stalking him towards the, yeah. the that you know that that you know end of it, and he probably should have just stuck it and he would have outpointed him. Uh, on decisions, right?
4: Yeah, and that and that's when I watched that fight. That's kind of what I was seeing, and then Leon Edwards just came with a shot, the head kick, and I'm like,
0: oh shit,
4: lights are out. So it kind of sounds like that's that's was similar to what happened with this fight.
2: <clears throat> well, Dana White's saying that Alex is going to move up to light heavyweight. So who knows? He's
1: big. He's a big guy, man. Like just he's six foot four,
2: dude. So and he weighs in at one eighty five for the fight. He weighs him to 185 for the fight, but the fight, like the day of the fight, he's 217, man. Yeah, he's a big dude. That's why he's so big.
4: He's a big
2: dude. And they were saying, Dana was saying, like two hours before uh, weigh-in, they were telling him to hurry, and he had like three pounds to still cut. Yeah. So who's that
1: light heavyweight uh, that he could fight? If he moves up from middleweight to light heavyweight. You, you
2: gotta you gotta kind of like um you have to get have him go through the gatekeepers, you know, a little bit, I think. Um yeah. before you give him like a big time shot. So Okay. I don't know. I it's, guess, a, it's, it's, know, I guess it's a little different.
1: They would not mind him not mind I don't even know who these light heavyweights are. Like the guy that I, I've never heard of the champion, his name is Jamal. Jamal no. Hill. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of half these people in light heavyweights, but he's not going to go up to heavyweight. There's no chance he he goes up to heavyweight. I don't. I don't think right no, now he's no. not going to skip two weight classes.
2: Uh, no. But
1: even at um, fucking middleweight. But like, I you could have him fight. You could have
2: like, him fight Jan. You can have him fight Jan a little bit later. Anthony Smith, who's like the the lower rank uh, heavyweight. Um, and then Jiri Projeka, who's like the number two ranked heavyweight, he, he, you know, yeah. if you want him to really fight for a title, you can't just give, throw him in with these guys. These guys have been knocking around, and guess what? Right. If you're weighing in 217, fighting that night. Maybe you can bulk up a little bit more, but these guys are doing the same thing. They're cutting to hit 205, yeah. but guess what? They're hitting 235 when they're walking in.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, man... Uh, Pereira looks like a good fighter, but obviously he's a little older too, Sam. And he hasn't been in the UFC all that long. He was right, in right. kickboxing. He was pursuing kickboxing.
2: So, he was yeah. His his entire yeah. career was pretty much kickboxing.
1: And that's I mean he fought Israel Adesanya in kickboxing. Uh, he beat him in kickboxing in 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 twice. 2017. He twice. 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 Yeah, yeah he, he was like three and zero against them Yeah. So I don't know, man. It, it'll be interesting, but you, have, Israel Adesanya, to me is a star. I think he's marketed as as a star all the time, but to me, I think he's I think he's I think he's a star because I think he's got the look, he's got the personality, and I, I think if UFC did it right, they could really market him to be a really. So big you know what would be a
2: really good draw, draw? like a, a good like a good uh, um, uh, star fight to have. Because Izzy's been yeah. wanting to fight John Jones. If you could get John Jones down to two hundred five again at light heavy, which he what he fought at, right? Um, and Izzy can yeah. bump up from one eighty five to two hundred five. That would be a I, monstrous fight.
1: I think Izzy's getting his ass kicked. I'm sorry. Oh I,
2: yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, a hundred percent, without a doubt. John Jones is definitely gaming him, but it's a good fight to want to watch. I think. The
1: fight that I wanted to see and we can't see anymore because he's not in the AOC is the John Joe uh, John Jones and Ganway fight, Francis. In, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, that was that would have been crazy. That was the fight I wanted to see. That was because to me, John Jones technically way better than than Francis. But if Francis lands one of those heavy punches, it's, it's lights out, man. It's yeah. Lights out. It's oh done. yeah. It's a done yeah. deal. Yeah.
2: But the other issue is that John John is a strong uh, he's a strong grappler too. If he can get Francis to the ground, he can choke him out. On the ground, he's way better than than Francis is.
1: Um. All right, guys, it's time to reveal our Divas Bracket Final Four and Championship. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I pulled Jerry Lawler
1: right there. Yes, you did. That's all right, man. I like it. All right, so, and we got the winner, too. So, the final four and winner is all done. In the one semifinal matchup, we have Becky Lynch and Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler going over Becky Lynch with 54% oh, of the vote. No. <laughs> and Mandy Rose and Trish Stratus in the other semifinal. Mandy Rose going over Trish Stratus with 52% of the vote. Wow. That was close. And our champion, Mandy Rose, going over Stacey Keebler with
4: 51% of the vote. I knew it. Mandy Rose. Private parts have been shown a lot lately.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if Stacey Keebler Mm would have done that, she might be our champion.
4: (laughs) Exactly.
2: Uh, She had the extracurricular activities covered. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, can just exactly. wrap her
4: legs around my face two times. I'll be good with that, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: so Mandy Rose, so we will, we will, well, I know we said best talkers. Uh, I want to, yeah, we might, we might have to get best talkers and then some other non-wrestling brackets, so we will
2: have to hash that out. All right. Um, we, we should, yo, listen, Mike, we should do a technical, like a technical, like in-ring wrestling skills bracket, too. And I mean, forget okay. the forget the mic. He, he, forget I mean, the mic work and forget it's, forget the extras. Yeah. We're talking pure wrestling. Though for that, what's I
4: I what's think we one can, one can only have that? like 16, 16 like, people. Like Angle got to be up though. there.
2: Bret Hart has to be up there. Dean Malenko. Chris Benoit uh, has to be up there. Chris Benoit.
1: Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Bret Hart's in there. I think Angle Richard. man. Angle deserves oh, it too.
4: Jericho there. deserves it. Oh,
1: Jericho's
2: up there. Okay, yeah,
4: Jericho. Them, Conan, you'd have to put Conan in there. What? Oh, Conan? He's a te- technical, technical fucking... wrestler. Good technical no. wrestler. Them, them, no,
2: dude. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about all the other, we're not talking about the fluff. We're not talking about the promos, the mic work. Oh, we're talking no, pure no, wrestling.
4: I, no, I'm, I'm telling you, Conan was really, really good in the ring. He was a great technical wrestler. That's why they always put the belt on him. That's why all these Mexican all right, stars so, like Eddie Guerrero and all them, they loved Conan.
1: Hey, the, you might so, have some wow, this is fucking crazy. This list was put together in two thousand eleven of the thirty greatest technical wrestlers of all time, mind you, was in two thousand eleven. That needs an update. You know for who me, they sir. had on this list? Lashley
2: is on this list. Uh, Bobby Lashley. What oh, Bobby Lash yeah. No. I mean he's got the pedigree, I guess. Wrestling background, but like uh, I don't know. So here's and the for top, that reason, Le- even Lesnar doesn't. Even for me, even though Lesnar is a pure wrestler, NCAA Division One wrestler, I don't put him in there. I don't either. So
1: here's their top. Here's their top ten. So you can or top twelve. Sorry, let's, I'll show you the top twelve. Number one is Bret Hart. Number two was Kurt Angle, so your boy on there, Sam. Number three was Kurt Hennig, aka Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Number four yeah, was Rich
0: Flair. Ooh, okay. Flair. Yeah.
1: Number number five was Fez. Number six is Ray Mysterio Jr.
2: Number seven. See, that's Sean more high Michaels. flyer than technical. Yeah, I think that's a high flyer. That's not technical. I think that's a lot more high flyer. It's a different category. But then they got Sean
1: Sean Michaels at seven, Eddie Guerrero at number eight. Owen Hart. Even Eddie was a, even Eddie was a high flyer. Yeah, but he could wrestle. Owen Hart, could wrestle yeah, I can be on it. Bob Backlund at number ten.
4: Yeah, Bobby Rock
1: at number eleven. That's a joke. At number twelve. Number twelve. Those, those, that was their top twelve. Then they had Dean Malenko, Ted DiBiase, Matt Hardy, Chavo Guerrero, Goldust, Rick Steiner, Ken Shamrock, Rob Van Dam, Arn Anderson. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, DDP, Fit Finley, MVP, Bobby Lashley, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Chris Jericho.
2: Yeah, that list uh, obviously that, didn't want to ruffle feathers by putting Chris Benoit up there, 100%. Yeah, I, exactly. I think Macho Man deserved to be on that list, too. Macho Man. Oh, he oh was, yeah, he was a little oh, bit, of yeah. bit of both. He was a high flyer and technical, both. And, he had and the you coach. got I think he was like the Director He, he, he should have been, been on that list, though. So let's let's all right.
1: So let's do this, guys. Let's not on air now, but let's let's workshop a top thirty-two, and then let's try to see them. That that
2: gives us enough space.
1: Who are uh, looking at it now? It seems to be that our top four seeds would be Kurt Angle, Bret Hart. um, uh, uh, Who who Mr. Perfect was on that? I would say I would say Mr. Perfect would be
4: number three. Mr.
1: Perfect. Uh, yeah, Mister Perfect number three, and then I would even then I would probably say yeah, uh, maybe Rick Flair or Shawn Michaels uh, round out the top four, four seeds. Hey, we got what, what
4: technical what technical means. Are, are we talking more like high flying technical, or are we talking more yeah ring techni- no ring uh, technicians? Both. I mean, the reason these
1: some of these high flyers is because uh, when they call technical wrestlers, it's because they can do everything in the ring. That's what this list is saying is. They were high flying. They had speed. They could. They could do submission maneuvers. They could. They could hit you with this and that. I <laughs> think you're right. The Ricky Steamboat should be on there. And then from the new era, you got to add Daniel Bryan on the list. Yeah, he has to be on the list. Yep. Yeah. 100
2: percent. So we will, that might
1: be your other number work. one, actually. It might be. It might. Be. Yeah, that's a good call.
2: That that might be. That's fair.
1: That's fair to say that that. Um, are we not going to ruffle man. feathers and
2: and and uh, keep Benoit from? No, first, we're putting first, Benoit. No, be Benoit,
1: Benoit.
4: Benoit needs to be on the list. Benoit. has got to go on there.
1: He was one of the greatest. I,
4: I was going to say because it's a I shame ever. if he doesn't. It is. And I, I mean, I, mean, I, I honestly, hate to say he does. For what he did in the ring, he deserves to be in a hall of yes.
1: fame. And even so. though I know what he did was terrible, what he did was awful, was a terrible thing. But if he was suffering Absolutely. from like CTE or something like brain like damage wise and that him to do that i can't completely you know
4: well they did say, say his, say his like, brain they he did he definitely did have cte and they said he his brain was like a child was uh almost like a two-year-old child that's yeah. how bad yeah it was and it was all yeah. the chair shots he took and a lot of it came yeah. from that he- uh diving headbutt, Flying headbutt. Yeah, the flying. Guy. Oh yeah, so many there. concussions yep. from that.
2: Yeah. Oh geez, that's crazy. Yeah. And you know what? There, there's uh, so much, so many undocumented injuries that these wrestlers have had. So. Oh.
4: You know yeah, they I'm can't be sure. like, oh yeah,
2: I can't believe this is happening to me. Believe it, dude. Just, you know you've been throwing yeah. your body away for twenty years. All right, so um,
1: moving on here, the the Masters was this weekend. It was kind of interesting where we had the live golfers being in the master's tournament, but I believe Josh and uh, Josh, Joe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, uh, because I don't know a ton about golf, but I believe the master's is a little bit different from the PGA tour. We're in, if you won a master's before, you are automatically invited to participate in the tournament. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I thought that was the case that, Unlike other, no, the, the, masters, the, yeah, the masters, yeah, the masters, the it masters
4: dictated that some of the live players could come play. They wanted them to play, so that's why, like you've okay. seen DJ, no, you you've seen previous and master Kepka. winners,
2: right, are allowed to play. Yeah, and they, and they,
4: yeah, I, I and thought, they were allowed I to
2: play. That was the case. Yes, I that thought that was the case. case.
1: That if they were previous, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I thought Brooks Kepko was gonna win it and he had that he had like a two or three stroke lead going into Sunday
4: and he kind of fell well,
1: apart he oh, yeah,
4: remember, had a four stroke play, lead going into Sunday. Oh yeah, four stroke play play yeah, the play play stopped in the middle of the third round, so he was on the seventh green when play got stopped on Saturday. So he finished his okay. round. And then he was only two up, so he was technically four up. So that man okay. lost a shit ton of strokes. Yeah, he played like shit. Yeah. nothing was dropping for the the man. It 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 was the biggest choke I've seen in golf in a long time.
1: Yeah, and I was
4: kind of and I that's... was kind of rooting for it because I wanted to see a live player win just to throw it in the PJ's <laughs> face. Yeah, no offense, Sam. Yeah. I know you I know you hate Saudi Arabia. <laughs> And then I just because you look I, like him.
1: I've never heard of John Ram. I've never heard of him. I've, I've a really? lot of these golfers now. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of golf though, Josh. So that, so that could be John Rahm, Yeah,
4: John Rahm is probably one of the best putters. Uh, he has, he's probably got one of the best uh, around the green with his putter. Um, he's been number one. He's been flirting around the top five for the last four years, five years, and I think he became number one a few times, and then he's – him and Scotty uh, Scheffler are going back and forth with the number one spot right now. Uh, okay. but dude, Dude's really good, and he shows okay. up in tur- big tournaments. I think he's a Spaniard too. Yeah,
1: he is. That's what, it, it's, it's okay. what I'm reading right now. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of shocked that, that Kefka kind of – really just struggled on the final day and lost all momentum. But I, I was watching it at my mom's house for Easter and I you know, I was watching it with my brother in law and I just I was like, Oh man, Kep Kepka got that and you just kept seeing his stroke lead go down and down and down and you're like, Oh shit I, I think now someone's making a wrong well, but uh, so
4: so one one thing about Kepka is Kepka likes to play golf at a fairly decent pace. Right. Fast pace. He likes yeah, to get on the guys fast in front of pace. Him were slow. Yeah. Patrick Cantile is one of the slowest golfers and you could see it on his face and you can see it on John Rahm's face. Like, dude, come the fuck on, dude. You're taking forever. Let's go. So yeah, yeah I, I think that had somewhat to do with his class, but he just did not seem like he was the Brooks Keppa from day one two, and almost three days that he played. But it was surprising to see Phil Philly up there at number two.
1: He was, yeah. He he you got you got two players. Strong. Yep, He's two live players live in the too. top three. Yeah. Yep. So interesting stuff, man. All right. So, Josh, this was something you said you wanted to talk about. I don't know much about it. I, all I know is it happened at a bank, but uh, there was a shooting in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, yeah, I know when you talked to me earlier today, you said this was something you wanted to bring up. So I'm curious. I'll let you take the floor on this one because I'll, I'll be honest honest. I haven't read anything about it. I don't really know anything about it.
4: Uh, it, it sounds like it was a uh, former employee or uh, that worked at the bank. Uh, I didn't really. Mm-hmm. I just seen it. I just seen it on my news feed too. And I, I figured since we had the gun talk the, the other day, and so we might as well yeah. just throw this in there and uh, and get Brooks Bank's opinion on it again. Uh, if you guys let them talk this time, bunch of Democrats not letting people talk, <laughs> bastards.
1: But anyway, I just, like love fuck with Joe. <laughs> <Larry> Joe. <laughs> uh, Oh, we got a we got a caller. Uh, but, we got a caller here, so I'm gonna I'm going to take it to the caller uh, and see who we got okay. here. Hey, uh, you're on the uh, All Bases Covered podcast. What's going on? Nine two six. You're on the air, bud. Well, oh, they dropped. Okay.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, see, <laughs> you, right. you answered and you you scared them away. Oh,
1: son of a bitch! Okay, well,
4: all right. But it, anyway. it sounds like this this uh, this coworker shot and killed uh, four people, injured another five. Uh, one police officer was shot and killed. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's starting to become more commonplace. It seems like it's schools and in places of work. Like, what's what's yeah. really going on in America right now?
0: Uh I mean. The- it,
4: I, I think listen, there is a lot of mental themselves. health issues going on, and yeah. uh, I, I was reading an article, I guess, in, in Chicago. They're already – they elected a new mayor in Chicago, and that mayor is about fucking time. already – he hates cops for once, and there's already about a 1,000 right. police officers ready to quit. Uh, what that guy wants to really? do is bring like a whole bunch of social workers in to help deal with the mental health crisis. But how is that really going to help if when when these people are already committing these crimes, they're not they're not coming to people saying they're suffering, they're just going to have to shoot people and kill people in the streets of Chicago. So, so, so I, gotta ask I, you, Josh, I I do think I'm, I do think there is a is room for the government to provide social help a lot more than what they already do. I think that will kind of help, but it's not going to it's it's only putting a bandaid on the bigger problem.
1: I got to ask you uh, this guy, this this sturgeon guy, sound like your typical shooter. He was popular in high school. He was smart. And he was a star athlete. He had a great job. And I I would like to know what made him fucking snap, because I'm not seeing anything in here that made. Was he fired? Was he like? What the fuck happened to make him go in and just fucking shoot up the place? Now, people are sitting here, sitting here saying, saying nothing about him ever seemed odd or unusual. I can't really say anything bad about, about bad about him. I didn't see this yeah, coming at all. He live streamed
4: the attack too.
1: <clears throat> yeah, like it's like he lost his mind all of a sudden. But this, uh, this he wasn't an outcast. He he wasn't weird. He, I, like, he's a port- he's a portfolio banker for Old National Bank. And he just – I kind of crazy shit is, like, the the mental health side of it. He did de-
2: man. I don't know. Maybe there's something that I mean unbiased. Un- I
4: honestly I don't think we're ever going to really find the root cause of why all these people are actually doing this. But yeah, they might write yeah. a manifesto like, oh, this is the reason – is, is it really? What What's really going on in this person's life? So where, I don't know. Why can't,
1: what, whatever just, happened to just killing away. yourself? Exactly. What, whatever happened to just shooting yourself? Like, why do you got to go in there and just start fucking offing people because you're fucking miserable and you want to die? Just kill yourself, dude. Well, Just fucking sh- kill yourself reason, and just you just look leave look everybody it, else out of it. The
3: reason there's a shift, uh, you know, a lot of it is because look how how many times you hear about these fucking people. Like, their names should yep. not be mentioned. They should be listed as cowards. Um, and that's it. Like, don't don't over, you know, glamorize the situation or, you know, because what ends up happening is somebody else that has a mental illness, they look at it and they go, oh, I could do better than
4: that. And it, it kind of seemed to all start right after the whole Columbine thing. That's kind of what yeah. we really – First started hearing about all these school mass school shootings and mass shootings and all this stuff, but my my question to the whole thing still is, we put so much we put so much media coverage into a shooting where it's like five, six, seven, eight, nine people at one time, but what about Mm -hmm. in these cities that eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen? 20, 30 people over a weekend get shot and killed. Where's the coverage for that? Yes, it might be one-on-one, but it's still, that needs to be covered. Why aren't we covering that much as a nation? That's what needs to be fixed too. I
1: don't know. For me, when you see these inner city gangs killing each other, it's the same thing as why we don't cover every death in a war because we just expect it to happen. What what was that quote from the Joker in Dark and in, in the Dark Knight when he was like, Uh, you know, if a soldier gets his arm blown off or some gangbanger shoots up another gang, nobody bats an eye. But uh, but you set off a couple bombs in a stadium or something like that, and everybody loses their minds because you're upsetting the established order. It, it's it's exactly. very similar to." quote in The Dark night. It, it, you know, and obviously it's not verbatim because like, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's, it's that it's that mentality. If, you know, uh, if a gangbanger uh, or some drug dealer gets shot, nobody gives a flying fuck, Right? Well, Unless the minute you go into,
3: a, you know. But here, here's where go I, I'm going to kind of combat that a little bit is because you're right. You know, nobody makes news articles or anything about oh some drug, you know gang bangers and stuff killed each other again like oh shit but they do put all of those into the gun violence stats that when they're like see see look at all the gun violence look at all the gun violence that includes gang related gun violence so it only matters to them when it fits their uh, agenda but even you have to admit
1: that that America as a whole has a gun violence problem compared to other countries that are of similar stature. You don't hear well, about all these shootings. Well, that's because and... we
4: allow guns, and most other countries don't. That's why.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, like Venezuela and some of these other countries that are high up in drug wars have... Have less gun shootings than us, but they have smaller populations. So if you look at it from a per capita perspective, it, it's higher. That's because they don't that, have the technology
2: but... for guns. They're probably stabbing each other, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but like Germany and Australia and Canada and the UK, France, they don't really have these same problems they're not they're not kids aren't really going into schools and shooting it up we don't really see the same thing the story for another day it's just no longer are stupid fucking politicians coming out and saying thoughts and prayers gonna do anything anymore but well, it's time to it's, take some fucking kind of action
3: but i will also say Lou, like just give an example like you mentioned germany and we don't hear much about mass shootings over there but they still happen um March I'm not April. saying that they don't happen, but
1: but you don't hear about them every other week.
3: No, you're right.
1: Like
3: we do. Huh. Uh, yeah. But I mean, realistically, let's look at it. Are we hearing about them every other week here in the United States? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Are right, that two in two weeks, news.
4: really, or two in three weeks?
1: I, uh, yes, I would I would venture to say that at least, like, I don't think that, you know how they have the signs at factories that says it's been X amount of days since our last incident? I don't think we would make it 30 days between mass shootings.
4: No, but I agree. We, we would be to, like, we, uh, I think we need to find mass shootings, though, a little bit more. My, because if you shoot, uh, I think it's three people, that's considered a mass shooting. So it needs to be more defined, in my opinion.
1: Defined or not, do you think that America could go more than 30 days without, uh, without oh, four more no. people being shot absolutely there?
4: No. Yeah. I mean, you can you can look at uh, Philadelphia on the weekend, and they, they can have a mass shooting.
1: Yeah.
2: I just – I don't know, man. It's, it's, this reminds uh, me of The Simpsons, where they had that little board with, like, you know, how many days without an accident. Right, yeah,
1: same Same, same logic applies. All right, um, many of you probably know the uh, there was some news today in NFL. OBJ signed with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, apparently, he was recruited to Baltimore by Lamar Jackson. So, does that mean that Lamar Jackson could be working on a long term deal with Baltimore?
2: Because why? That's kind of what Lamar? it sounds
4: like. Because they were seen partying in Miami.
2: Yep. Now, to me He might play on the tag though. He might even play on the tag just for a year. Right? He's playing on the tag As after well. the fucking fuss he put up. There's no way he's playing on the tag. Uh, there's you don't no chance in hell. No.
1: None. None. Zero. If I no.
4: was him, I would not play on that tag.
1: Because yeah. if you get hurt there's, again there's
4: no... you're gonna yeah. lose that you're gonna lose that guaranteed money the next year. I, ain't no one's gonna take a risk on it. Baltimore
1: point. They just show the reason why they tagged Lamar with the franchise tag they did was that they wanted him to go out and negotiate with other teams and see what his true market value was. And the fact that none of these other teams are beating down the door to give him a contract or make a trade package to Baltimore, I think was telling to him
4: that, man... I think it's collusion. Needs
1: to, well, maybe collusion... But at the same time, I think he has more value in his brain than what other teams see in him. And what other teams see in him, they're like, you know, we'll pay you $40, $42, uh, $42 million a season. We're not going to give you $50 million a year, $55 million a year. We're not going to fully guarantee your contract. And it's not going to happen. So if you want to play football again, you better get into reality. And I think Baltimore – now has come back to him and they're like, look, let's get this deal done. Let's do like a four-year deal or a three-year deal. And maybe they guarantee that whole thing a la Kirk Cousins. Maybe they come to him and say, all right, let's see what a three-year fully guaranteed contract looks like at $150 million. $50 million a year, fully guaranteed for three years. And if you keep getting hurt, we're not going to re-sign you at all. We'll, we'll, Isn't and, that and what Aaron Rodgers we'll got, pretty much. pretty much? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much what Aaron Rodgers got. Yeah, just about. And so, at this point, it's like, take your risk with it. Give them three years. You fully guarantee it. 26 years old. How? I mean, how much is it really going to hurt Baltimore if you give them a three-year contract? Let's see what can get done. But the signing of OBJ – I don't think makes a dent in anything because I think he's washed. I think OBJ's done. I think he's got anything left in the tank. And I, to, to, to be honest with you, he signed with Baltimore and, and because they're giving him fifteen million dollars a year, and no other team was above buck. Most teams were in the seven to eight million dollar a year range. Uh, the other highest offer he got was ten million a season, and Baltimore comes in with fifteen million. And I'm sorry, so what, OBJ hasn't played in a year, and he's had two torn ACLs. I think he's done.
4: And you've got to remember, even if, even if they get a deal done with Lamar, they were, right. already, they were already pretty close to the cap. Even with now they're added OBJ, and if they have to go to $50 million, that's another 18000000 million they're adding onto their cap. They're going to be over cap again. So they're gonna to have to cut no they'll they'll,
1: they'll they'll rework it Josh, though, or
2: they'll or they'll give him his money in the form of a signing yeah they are loaded up customs. they're loaded up yeah. on a on a bonus
3: signing bonus or something like that hey uh can I ask you guys uh kind of different topic um so you remember in the past the the whole like uh priests molesting boys and stuff like that uh do you think have you heard the new thing about the um the Buddhists? Did, I, did, I OBJ did, ask,
2: uh, did OBJ ask a little boy to suck his tongue?
3: No, but the <laughs> Dalai Lama did. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, but yeah. we're talking
2: about we're talking about OBJ though, not not the Dalai Lama, right? And yeah, he's a sick individual, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I'm
3: just saying, Isn't I'm wondering, if this is, uh, is you're, you're you're just saying you you wondering if what? I'm
1: just Isn't wondering that if this Sam is going Ciro? to be the
3: new uh, Catholic scandal, but now it's going to be the Buddhist scandal. <laughs> <I>
4: mean,
3: <that's,
4: laughs> what, was that a, so was you, that a shot Lord American, Sam? I just got. I just got to ask that.
1: No, I don't. I don't know, man. That was like that was so out of luck. I'm life. not Buddhist, but like it's okay.
2: Good try, Joe. If it was Reds. a shot, <laughs>
4: it's
1: like the Reds announcer who was apologizing for using gay slur on air? and he's like, and Castellanos with a deep ball a left
4: field. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, that was fucking hilarious. <sighs>
1: Tom Britteman.
4: Oh, my. Good old oh, my by, boy. By, by,
1: by the way, uh, Sam, I was to send you a video, and, and Joe, I have to send it to you too, but Josh, you saw it because it was in our uh, fantasy football chat, where they're interviewing this dude on the news. He's dressed in full. Oh, that was great. Um, rene- <laughs> regalia, like with the chain mail and he's carrying like a fake sword and they're interviewing him because he found a dead body in the woods where he larks. Okay. And he's like, Oh, you know, someone said there was a body over here. And I went over there because I'm I'm a healing monk. And then I got there and it was like, I realized there's nothing I could do because he was missing a head. And then my friend, he tried to cast a necromancing spell, which I knew wouldn't work. And we ended up contaminating the crime scene because
4: that still has a lot of glitter. Contaminating This, this is what the our world has come scene. to,
2: bro. This is what our world has come to.
4: <laughs> I hit them with the glitter ball.
1: Oh, they were LARPing. They were <laughs> LARPing and they found his
2: <laughs> dead body. They identify like as, like, as, like, knights and shit like that, you know?
4: Was, was Stippler his, uh, his person that he was larking with? Or was it Ant-Man? Oh, what? You ever seen that movie? It had a uh,
0: uh, stiffler and a role and, model. Uh, and, role, and model. And role model,
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was
0: LARPing. <laughs> I love
4: that movie. It's <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> dude,
1: that's exactly what they were dressed as, though. That's exactly what he was dressed as. He, he's like um, casting a necromancy spell. Like, the fuck is
4: wrong with you? And there's a decapitated so body that, over there. That should be one of our punishments for this year's football contest.
0: Oh, if we, if we get it
4: wrong, we have to go LARP. We have to go LARP. Oh, okay. oh, all right. You know
1: another good one, Josh, that I want to play and if, if there's two losers and they and one person lands on this, uh, is tortilla slaps. Have you seen that game where uh it, it's been oh, you, a yeah. lot of people have been playing it but, and then Kevin Rock, or Kevin Hart and Chris and uh the Rock played it. You get, take a shot and drink a water and you try to hold it in your mouth, and then you play paper rock and whoever loses, the other one gets to slap him in the face with the tortilla. <laughs> all I, all I got to know is, Joe, did you get tortillas. our video done yet? Did you
4: get our Rocky video done yet? I don't, I don't know.
1: Is Joe still on?
4: Is he? Is he? Did he? Did he china out?
2: No, I due haven't got due, due to the pandemic, he yeah. had to cut Dude, down, like, down all his year co- to production, production costs, right? Couldn't continue. It. <laughs> All
1: right, so but when we do our football picks and we do our wheel of uh, our our fucking pyramid of punishment and punishment, we have to decide. And if we decide that you have the entire year to pay it off, decide that hey, pay it off before the end of the football season. I honestly think it should be before the end of the football season. You gotta start paying some of these off because we can't just have people sitting on them, Sam sitting on turkey leg Mike, and fucking uh, whatever else uh, easy-ass punishment you me had, twist, had that twist, never me got twist, paid me off. Twist. The meat me twist. twist, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we got here, guys. Thank you for tuning in. It was a great show. We'll be back at it on Friday. And, uh, all right, that's all we got.
0: And Take that's care, guys. for you.
1: Thanks, Dylan. We
0: cover all bases. Basic. You can't erase (laughs) us. Back and forth. Watch where it takes us. Cultural topics of sports. Baby, you know we got it. Always our response is amazing. All bases covered. Yeah. Yeah.